1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
2: All righty then, loves. It is uh, Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome to the show. And uh, today, today was a day, honest to God, from the morning uh, until lunch, everything I touched turned to excrement. Lunch was fine. And then after lunch, everything I touched turned to excrement. So I thought, hey, let's turn this into a show I've been dying to do. So um, we've opened up the WBEN Bowerly complaint desk, which I've been wanting to do. But today just seemed like the day to to do it. Because, you know, we've all got things about which we like to complain. Uh, Grocery stores, uh, checking yourself out. Some people like it personally. Why am I doing the work that used to be done by somebody who worked there? Uh, Sometimes it's the way people speak. I seen. Oh, you know what I seen? No, but I'd like to know what you saw. Tries to subtly get the point across. Uh, Use guys. Sometimes it is the way people speak. Um, Sometimes it's driving. Sometimes it's certain traffic lights that you want to uh, complain. Whatever. Whatever your complaint is. Ellicott Creek Park. I'm not really that familiar with the light the guy was referring to, but I did take great delight in asking on several occasions why he was spending so much time around Ellicott Creek Park, um, or would that be Como Park Lake now? I, I can't, I, I can't keep up with the hot spots for certain activity. Eight oh three oh nine thirty is the uh, phone number. Star nine thirty on the cell phone. One eight hundred six one six W B E N. So uh, what grinds your gears? That was a really bad Peter Griffin imitation. That's another thing to complain about, people who do really lousy imitations of people on TV. Um, 803-0930, star 930, one 616 wben And I guess I'm also going to complain about the fact that I seem to be um, not somehow in the New York State system for reminding me to get the car inspected or to have the registration renewed because I, I didn't get a single reminder. Not mail, not email, not nothing. Uh, unless it went to the spam folder, and there's a reason things go to the spam folder. It's because I don't want to watch them. I don't want to look at them. Um, And the other thing that that drives me nuts is these surveys. Everything you do, you get a survey right afterward. Hey, tell us about your experience. I just went in for an oil change, not a full-body makeover. Come on. Um, You're on WBEN, Don of Appleton. Hello.
3: Hello, uh, Tom. Yes. I mean, I don't know how this fares in here, but I do have a issue. I, I went to, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm on the road, right? And I'm 30 days on the road. I want a nice breakfast. And I'm a chef, right? I mean, that's my job. And I'm on the road, and I go to a place. I want breakfast. Darn it. You know, I want breakfast. And I get there, and I order, this is very simple. I order scrambled age hash browns and toast. It's pretty simple, right? Uh, Let's put
2: it this way. I don't cook, and I'm pretty sure I could whip that out for you.
3: Exactly. Anybody could, right? So I I get my meal, and the waitress comes up to me. She says, well, how's everything? And I'm looking at my plate, and I'm like – and so I I question her at this point because I'm like a jerk, you know. And I say, (laughs) okay, um, (laughs) I say, what color are scrambled eggs? I mean, most people would say yellow, right? You know, scrambled eggs. Well, mine are brown. My scrambled eggs are brown. And then I got the hash browns. I mean, the 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 key to the color is in the name, hash browns. I'm like, (laughs) what color are hash browns? And these are like uh, shredded potatoes, and they're white, probably frozen. You know, and they're but they're white. You know, I'm like, okay, well that's not hash browns. That's hash whites, I guess. And then. And then I get, what color is toast? I mean, I only ordered three items. Okay, what color is toast? I mean, some people might say tan or maybe brown, but it's like white bread. It's like you put it in the toaster at the lowest possible setting. I'm like, this is not toast. These are not hash browns. These are not scrambled eggs. And then she says, well, shall I take them back to the kitchen and I'm, I'm like, no. I mean, if they screwed up breakfast, I don't want to know what I'm going to get when it comes back, you know?
2: Yeah, maybe a special sauce. Um,
3: a special sauce, exactly.
2: So, so you, you specifically took your own food back to the kitchen? I'm surprised they let you do that.
3: No, I didn't take it back to the kitchen. No, I, I was just talking to the waitress.
2: So what was the uh, disposition and adjudication of your breakfast?
3: Well, I just ate what I had, figuring that's the best I'm going to get.
2: Well, they—they they, obviously they overcooked the scrambled eggs. They—they they undercooked yeah. the hash browns, and I'm not sure exactly right. what they did with the with the toast. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's okay, but there's there's something that uh, there's an elephant in the room that we need to address here, um, and I hope you'll okay. allow me to do that. Okay. Oh no, please. You, you started off by saying you've been 30 days on the road, leading me yeah. originally, and I'm sure a lot of people listening to believe, you might be an over-the-road trucker, maybe out to Los Angeles and back, and then back <laughs> again. Um, and then you you threw a curveball and said, well, I'm a cook. What kind of a cook is on the road for 30 days?
3: Uh, because I have 26 restaurants that I was a district supervisor for, and Roger. I would go and check them out, you know?
2: So is it, was a fran- it was a franchise? franchise. You know,
3: I'm, I'm there for my restaurants, not for this. And I'm like, holy cow! This was a business business uh, biggest disappointment that I, that like I am like, holy cow! Come on, guys. So, so I mean, own- I can cook breakfast. I mean, do, do, my do, do, daughter do can own- cook breakfast.
2: Do you own twenty six restaurants? Do you own them, or you were just like in charge of managing? Oh no,
3: I was a district supervisor.
2: Wow. Uh, That sounds like it sounds like it'd be a lot of fun, but also sounds like a giant pain in the butt. How big was your territory?
3: Uh, It was uh, Indiana, Ohio, and New York State.
2: Good grief. Good grief. Um, Except when you enter Indiana, um, there's that giant statue of Larry Bird. Uh, like the Colossus of Rhodes, you've got to, like, drive between his legs. It's really strange how they did that with Larry Bird. <laughs> but, I, mean, I don't think like,
3: I went, uh, no, no, I'm I'm went. No, I'm
2: kidding. I'm kidding. It's just uh, every time I went through Indiana, I just felt like I was in Larry Bird country. Um I, I don't know I don't know what to say to you except do you believe that the pandemic and the lack of qualified cooks might have had something to do with your experiences with the overcooked scrambled eggs, the undercooked hash browns, and the toast which was an abortive procedure?
3: yeah i'm I'm, I'm certain this was just the cook. it's no big deal. it's not a any uh, a thing against the actual like place except they should make sure the product comes out right, which is what I do with my places, you know
2: yeah so, was the, was the server at all sympathetic to your plight? Um,
3: you know what it was funny because I, I I didn't want to give her a hard time because she didn't cook the food right exactly you know and she didn't know what's going on so I'm like, uh you know, but this is what I'm looking at, you know because I ha- can't help but to say I mean come on, you're screwing this up like from top to finish, but this is just one little restaurant which by the way, I want to say in Indiana, if you don't mind, in Indiana, they have me gas station. Don't
2: give me the name, please. Don't give me the name. gas station. No, yeah, don't give me the name. And don't give me, don't, they have don't a restaurant me, there. Don't, don't, don't and, give me the name. Don't give me the name. I don't give me the name. And he gave me the name. Here is uh, Marie on W B E N in uh, Chictawaga. No matter how many times they say it, just please don't give me names. I don't care if it's in Indiana or Timbuktu, because this show is heard uh, throughout the United States. And my luck. You know, I'll get hit with some kind of a, a lawsuit, uh, and I'll have to go to Indiana to testify or something like that. Uh, you're on WBen. Hello.
4: Hi, Tom. Howdy. Um, I actually work at the DMV.
2: Yes. So, how come you guys uh, don't send me reminders for my uh, my inspection and my registration? What makes me well, so special? Okay.
4: First, I want to clarify that um, Kathy Hochul didn't make that announcement. A while ago that they were going to be doing away with it, about half of the people still get them through the email or in paper, and the other half aren't getting them. So it's kind of up to you to pay attention to your registration and license expiration dates now.
2: So some people do and some people don't. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. But, and okay, eventually,
4: eventually n- nobody's going to get them So because I stopped getting them. So what I did now is I have a 30-day in advance reminder on my phone on my calendar for when it's going to expire, and then I go take care of it.
2: Okay. Um, You you work at DMV Um, now. Okay. It it might be my own stupidity and um, ridiculous uh, naivete with computers, but I cannot seem to schedule an appointment with the Eastern Hills DMV. Uh, number one, number two, can can you explain to me why, in the name of God, a DMV office would be closed Monday during business hours? That makes zero well, sense to me.
4: Well, that's the way Mickey Kern said, or Mr. Kern, apologize, um, set it up for they are off on Sundays and Mondays, and their Saturdays is not four hours. It's a believe it, it's an eight a.m. to a three.
2: Well, I mean, they have a full day. uh, Okay. okay.
4: Whereas like Southgate is open on four hours and the other ones are closed on Saturdays.
2: Well, they close the one in Cheektowaga behind that big grocery store, you know, that that one. Yeah. Or or Depew, I think it's called. But I mean, I, I cannot even tell you that feeling of, yes, I'm going to accomplish something today before work. And then going to Eastern Hills and seeing the chain down closed on Mondays. Like, what the hell? That was not right, so my exact um, phrase that I used.
4: Yeah, I, I believe me, I know. <laughs> so I'll give right, you a hold, little hint.
2: Uh, Marie, I just uh, hold on, if if you would please. I want to find out more about this. Okay, so that's that's interesting. So some people get reminders, some people don't. I've never I've never received a reminder ever that my inspection was due. Never have I received a reminder, and I kept waiting for the registration reminder to come, like in the mail. It used to just come in the mail, right? And I didn't get anything in the mailbox, uh, nothing at all, and I didn't get any email, of which I'm aware, and I usually pay attention to the uh, home email, unless it ended up in the spam folder, which I'll have to check. Um, 803-0930, my complaint line is open. We've had a great number of awesome complaints today. Um, so that's pretty cool. So 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone and 1-800-616-WBEN. My complaint desk is open. Not pet peeves. No, those are too innocent. My complaint desk is open. Now, Marie uh, says that she works at the uh, uh, DMV. Now, Okay, we like to complain about the DMV. Like, people used to like to complain about airline food because there was actually a time when you'd fly somewhere and you'd actually get a meal. And I never thought airline food was all that bad, to be honest with you. Um, You have got to have some complaints about people who come to DMV. Uh, Are you at liberty to share what some of your own personal complaints would be about those of us who are your customers?
4: Without getting into details about... Specifics, yes. Like I see a lot of impatient people, entitled people. Um, yeah, you know, they come in, they have the appointment, and they're disgusted because they got to stand in line. Well, appointments were created during COVID, if everybody recalls. It was kept appointments, and then the walk ins were opened up. So the big thing is, appointments are not required, they are preferred. And where the appointment is going to count is on the other side of the information desk or the customer service desk. So there's A numbers, which are appointments, B numbers, which are walk-ins. Appointments will be called first before the walk-ins. Well, I had a lady who did not like that.
2: (laughs) Well, I, I, honestly, I can't. I can't blame her because when you're sitting there and you see all these people who came in after you getting ahead of you, um, and it's not some medical emergency. I mean, in a doctor's office, it's a different story because you don't know what somebody's got going on. They might have a major emergency situation, but uh, right, at the but DMV, it's, just,
4: it's, just, it's the same philosophy. You know, if you have an appointment, you're going to be called first unless it's a medical emergency at a doctor's appointment. Right? Same thing with blood work. If you make an appointment, you're going to be called first, and if you just do a walk-in, you're going to be after that appointment. So, yes, you're going to have to sit and wait longer. So what I tell people is, if you don't want to wait, make the appointment, come in tomorrow. And then they look at me, and I'm like, listen, we open up at 7 a.m. Your best time to come is between 7 and 8.45. Not a lot of people like to get up that early anymore.
2: But it's
4: beneficial because you could be in and out in like 15 minutes.
2: Well, I guess um, I'll see you tomorrow then, uh, bright and early.
4: All right. I'm over at Sheridan Drive.
2: (laughs) Uh, I guess I won't see you tomorrow, bright and early. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, I got to say something, though, about the DMV website. I do not find it to be user-friendly. Now, granted, I tried it on my cell phone. Um, and I don't like doing computer stuff on the cell phone, I I did not find it to be particularly user-friendly.
4: Yeah, neither do I. That's all I can say about it.
2: Okay. Well, I'm glad it's not just uh, my idiocy coming through.
4: No, um, Albany controls that one.
2: Ah, interesting. Very, very interesting. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. Thank you kindly. I, 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 appreciate, I appreciate the call. See, when it comes to right. competent – Thank you, my love. Um, when it comes to competence uh, and computers, I am the most technologically incompetent person you will ever meet. And uh, I actually subscribe now to this uh company, which I will not name, uh, which uh, has a young lady basically come out to me every week to show me how to do stuff on the computer. It's already paid for itself about a million times over. It's like, thank you very much. All right. It is uh, Bowerly. We'll take more calls here uh, as we are already approaching six. o'clock. I can't believe how how fast these shows have been going. It's like, for me, it's just been a breeze. It's uh, unbelievable. But I think Tanner Saunders has a lot to do with that, with his magnificent and proficient work behind the board. Um, Even if the young man needs a haircut. And I say that jokingly because until... I don't know, last year or so, my hair was a lot longer than his was. All right, it is uh, Bowerly, and we pass on a lot to our loved ones from generation to generation. Heirlooms, treasured music collections, maybe even classic cars. But the most important thing we pass on is what we've learned over the years. For 20 years, Rosex has been a proud promoter of SIBO vacuums. I know, because I was there at the beginning when I got mine. A generation later, Tom Rosex and his team are starting to see the next generation is coming in to pick up a trusted SIBO of their own. I suppose the kids do eventually listen to their parents, but the SIBO we bought all those years ago isn't the SIBO you're going to get today. Because what you're going to get today is something even better. SIBO, that's S as in Sierra, E-B-O, has only improved over the years with longer and stronger warranties. There's not many industries that can make that claim. So whether you need a vacuum like the SIBO I use or another quality machine, let the team at Rosex fit a vacuum to your specific needs. The Rosex showroom in the Sheridan and Sweet Home Plaza, Amherst, around McKinley, across from Monroe Muffler in Hamburg. Rosex vacuums, uh, they sell great. vacuums, they fix vacuums, um, and Tom Rozak's name is on the business and he's rather proud of that, so... Obviously, he's going to take good care of you. Rosex Vacuums, R-O-S-I-E-K, apostrophe S. Tell him Bowerly sent you to Rosex. Uh, Tom Puckett up next with the news at 5.30, and then we'll take more of your telephone calls. Uh, Complaint lines are open. I have time to take your calls. And when Tom slides into the commercials at about 5.32, 5.33, that's a great time to call so I can just go bang, bang, bang with the calls, and you have less of me and more of you to listen to, and I think that's a pretty good uh, way to do things.
1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
2: It's Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. My uh, complaint desk is open. And uh, this has been very cathartic for me. I think it's been cathartic for you as well because uh, right before the show, um, I uh, i don't know to whom I should complain or of whom I should be complaining, but uh, realized that I had uh, left some medicine that needs to be refrigerated in the car and will now have to replace it out of pocket and it's not cheap and, um, there's a reason why I left it in the car. I, I guess I'll take 90% of the blame, but, uh, I, I was, I was distracted and that makes me very, very sad. I don't like doing stupid stuff. Uh, anyway, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800, you don't like doing stupid stuff. Then What have you been doing on the radio the last 40 years? Nuts? All right, uh, 803-0930, star 930, and uh, 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, we've had a lot of great stuff so far. And uh, the last caller, see, now I don't feel so horribly neglected. Um, Some people do get reminders, some people don't, but eventually nobody's going to get a reminder from DMV about your registration or your uh, inspection uh, expiring. Um, (coughs) Excuse me. Let's get back to the calls. 803-0930, star 930, and uh, 1-800-616-WBEN. Tom in Lackawanna, you are on WBEN. Go right ahead, sir.
3: Hello, sir. I'm going to throw this to you, maybe something different, but I'm going to, you know, I can narrow it down to so many, but top two, and you tell me which one you would rather hear. Uh, People judging other people by their appearance.
2: Okay, I want to hear both.
3: (laughs) Why? Okay. The other one maybe you might not want. What I get out of a constant listener is your stations, and particularly the talk shows, catering to a certain age group of audience.
2: Oh well, well. Let's let's do the. Uh, I, I want to address that. Let's do the uh, the judging by appearance thing first. Can you be a little bit more specific and detailed?
3: Yes, definitely. I'm an overage hippie. I've talked to you before. I'm a little older than you. Uh, not the best wardrobe. I admit that. Longer hair. Certain style of glasses. I walk into a store, some people are going to ask me to leave my bag up front when everybody's carrying bags these days. Women with purses bigger than my bag. They might not ask a woman with that purse bigger than my bag to leave their bag up front. That's one option. Uh, That's one thing. Uh, other, Other times, Tom, I've been offered money on the street by people. And I'm like, well, okay, I do have an income. But at first it was an insult. But now it's like, okay, maybe. Um, that's just a couple oh. opinions, you know, Dude, how,
2: how, I mean, okay, you, you realize though that in life we judge by appearance, you judge by appearance because I'll bet you anything that there are certain women you would not date. They could have the personality of a saint, but you're never going to know because you judge them by the appearance they have and they don't do it for you. Correct or incorrect.
3: Incorrect, Tom. At my age, no. I've come to realize that appearance is no. It's all it is, uh, whether it's a matter of financial things or the way they dress or their hair being not the way people expect it to be or whether it's a woman or a man. No, I don't at all. I, I would rather talk to somebody, and if somebody gives it off an attitude right away, well, then, okay, I, I can figure out what this person is all about. Then, again, if we talk about whatever we're talking about or whatever, I don't care what they look like. I mean – you know, unless you're talking about something totally that's going to look threatening to somebody or whatever. No, I don't. I don't judge by appearance. That That's small-minded.
2: Really? Well, I guess I'm small-minded because um, especially when it comes to uh, females, um, not that I'm looking because I'm really not, but when it comes to um, females, um, the uh, wild summer of 2023, you had better believe that, of course, I judge by looks because I'm sorry if there's not a basic chemistry, there's not a basic chemistry. And it's pointless to pursue something that isn't gonna result in the desired outcome um, unless you have a basic chemistry. And unfortunately, I think looks are a part of chemistry, uh, keeping in mind, realistically, that looks are the first thing to go.
3: Like I said, Tom, I attended bar for years. Uh, You know, and maybe back once upon a time, no, but my opinion, things in life now. No, the way I, if, I, if I'm judged at as somebody that looks um, pauperish, whatever. Uh, I, who knows? I might have more ma- money in my pocket at the time than they do. Uh, maybe a credit card. Who knows?
2: Well, you you if very we, you very well you very well might. Um, I was talking to uh, the guy a few years ago at the Porsche dealer, and um, there's a guy. <laughs> no, no. Hear, hear me out. There's this old guy who walks in. And he looked like uh, the cover of Jethro, Tung, uh, Jethro Tull's Aqualung album. And nobody wanted to take care of him because they thought, okay, this guy's a dreamer. There's no possible way. So the one salesperson finally said, sir, may I help you? Uh, yeah, I want to take this 911 uh, out for a test drive. Okay, do you have a license? Of course, let's make a copy of the license. Let's go for a test drive. Long story short, this guy who looked like Um, he couldn't afford a pot in which to urinate, uh, ends up paying cash for a Porsche 911 and driving it off the lot. And that story made the rounds in that dealership for many, many years. And personally, uh, when I bought uh, my last one, I literally bought it wearing sweatpants and a T-shirt and flip-flops. I love it. I love it. I love that story.
3: But you, you just kind of bared out my point here. You just kind of did it.
2: Well, it's it, okay, but uh, yes, in some ways, I did. But there's the difference between a business transaction and a personal-slash-sexual transaction.
3: I'm not talking sexual, Tom. I didn't mention that. You did. I didn't mention well, sexual.
2: Well, I know, but if I'm looking, I, I said specifically, looking at a woman, I mean, presumably, if you look at a woman, there is a, at least in the back of your mind, there's a possibility that something might develop, I mean, unless I'm just a little bit weird.
3: <laughs> why would you be weird? Not that there's nothing wrong with that, as, you know, we all joke about. Uh, no, no, I'm just just—I'm not talking man to woman. I'm talking person to person on a somebody in a business. I can walk into McDonald's or whatever restaurant or whatever, and some people might think, oh, this guy's carrying a bag. His hair's too long. What's he going to do? Uh, you know, just I've been through it enough to know that. And I'm going to take my looks at my, uh, my age, you know.
2: Well, okay, but see, on the other hand, um, there are, I think there are three basic styles of dress. Number one, uh, the sweatpants, cut off t shirt style of dress, which is what I happen to be wearing right now. Number two, (laughs) jeans and a reasonable shirt style of dress. Some might call it corporate casual. You can replace jeans with uh, pleated trousers if you'd like to. And the third style of dress is the fine suit. Uh, which is always an attention getter, and I think all three have their place. Because who wants to be sitting around the house in a suit? I mean, this is not Ward Cleaver or Ozzie Nelson. Okay, uh, it's 2023. People want to be cozy, especially after the pandemic. On the other hand, if you go out to uh, you know a, a middle of the road place, you know jeans are fine, T-shirts fine, decent uh, Tommy Bahama shirt or whatever is fine. But there's some places where I think a suit is absolutely uh, something that you have to have. Would you, for example, uh, would you ever consider going to a funeral dressed the way you have portrayed yourself as dressing?
3: No, I I might have talked about this on the air before, but I own one sport coat, one blazer, one navy blue blazer, and I'll wear that to a funeral, a wedding, whatever, over a black T-shirt, Yes, jeans, as long as they're not that bad looking, I might wear a better pair. But no, I don't own a suit, Tom. I own a blazer, and that's it. And I'll wear that over a black T-shirt for whatever so-called dressy occasion it might be, whether it's a funeral, wedding, whatever. Do
2: you not think because uh, I got into a conversation about this a uh, couple of weeks ago with a guy. It wasn't you, but uh, I told the guy, I said, look, if uh, I think I think the topic was trying to attract women. I think that's what it was. We're doing a show on dating. I think I the shows run one into another with me. So if I'm wrong, I'm I'm wrong. It's just premature Alzheimer's. Uh, but um, and I, I, yeah, and I, and I told the guy, I said, look, if you want to feel better about yourself, I think, personally, every man should own at least one high quality suit. At least one high quality suit. And know how to properly tie a tie. And at least one high quality shirt. Um, And I'm going to tell you, in all honesty, people might disagree with this, I happen to believe that you feel better about yourself and you project a much better image to other people when you are wearing a suit. In certain situations, certain restaurants, certain social functions, etc. You don't agree with that.
3: Like I said, uh, my social life has dwindled in the past whatever years. Uh, not See,
2: mine, mine it. hasn't. Well, maybe a little bit, but but mine, <laughs> mine hasn't. And I'm gonna tell you, I feel so much better going out to certain places when I'm wearing a suit. Now, I've heard people talking about me behind my back saying, uh, oh, how pretentious, uh, he thinks it's uh, he's above it all. No, I just happen to like wearing high quality suits. Thank you very much. Um, but I'm perfectly capable of pulling off sweatpants and a cutoff T-shirt like I'm doing right now. Now, um, you're sick of being judged based on how you look. Um, you haven't thought at all, though, about modifying the way you look so you don't have that feeling of being judged.
3: Why at my age? Uh, I've come this far.
2: Uh, because if, because if, if being judged on the way you look bothers you, if it's causing you stress, then to reduce your stress, one might say you should improve your appearance, No.
3: Uh, financially wise, other reasons wise, I don't see any reason. My hair is what it is. If it's, it looks scraggly or more some days than others. I, you know, I try to keep it up, but it's longer. I wear a certain style of glasses, which other people might think are outdated and say, what is this? Other people might look at it and say, oh, well, he's cool. Uh, because you're a John Lennon, you're
2: a John Lennon fan. Uh,
3: we, we've talked before, Tom. Yeah. Cause uh, uh, I yeah. presume
2: you're wearing John Lennon. You're wearing the circular John Lennon glasses or the John Lennon December 8th, 1980 glasses.
3: Oh, I do have a pair of both, but I prefer the not real circular, but the kind of oval, not the totally round, but the, okay. you know, the egg, uh, whatever you want to call them, the almost round glasses with the tint. Yeah, okay. I, I have a round pair, but I, I, you know, they're a little too dated for me. And
2: As opposed don't... to the square granny glasses that the Beatles stole from Roger McGuinn when they shot the rain video.
3: Oh, I love that, Tom. Boy, okay. I, you're so younger to even know. But, yeah, yeah. Well, hold, uh, hold, on, no. hold
2: on, Tom. we got to continue <laughs> this. We 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 <laughs> must continue this. The uh, complaint line <laughs> is open, 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. I don't know. I, I enjoy dressing in suits. But going to work, I don't wear suits because – there's too many sharp edges and what do I feel like doing ripping a very expensive pair of trousers on something that shouldn't be there to begin with because they never asked the talk show host what a talk show studio should be like Hey sorry okay so Tom has an issue with people uh, judging him by how he looks and uh, it might not be right it might not be um, it might not be humane. Um, it might not be kosher, but unfortunately, I think that we do judge people by the way they look. So, Tom, if, if you're walking down a sidewalk and you've got three youths approaching you and they look like gangbangers, are you going to cross the street? Are you going to are, are you going to say oh, they just look like gangbangers?
3: Quite possibly, Tom. In my age, uh, it all depends whether they're acting threateningly, whether you know. It all depends on uh, the certain situation, the certain street, the certain time of, of day, the darkness approaching. Um, that all depends on, on what's going on. I may, I may not. Usually, I wouldn't. And what you just said.
2: Hmm. All right. And what was what was the other thing you wanted to bitch about uh, the station?
3: <laughs> okay, uh, enough. Uh, it, and I understand that with your sponsors and it all goes into research. I totally probably get that. Uh, it's mostly people in a more of an upper working class uh, that call. Uh, third, nah, maybe not thirties, forties, fifties. It's geared at. Sometimes you get old timers and geezers. <laughs> Sometimes you get younger people. Not too often with younger people, from what I've heard. But it's aimed at a certain forties, fifties audience. And one of the, especially the women that call Tom and one of your call screeners. If you want to know who find, if you don't, I won't even
2: know. No, it. not necessary. Right,
3: right. But he even agreed. I made a joke one time, and I couldn't even remember what the the topic was. But I said, all the women that call seem to be in their 40s and 50s, and they can't get through three sentences without saying um, um, um.
2: So you're not going to judge people by how they look, but you're going to judge people when they say, um, um, Little yes, there.
3: yes Bob, come on. Um, I mean, it's overused. It's like a, um, and a, um, and I also said, um, I mean, I was listening to these women, especially, and some guys do it too, but when they call in and they can't get through certain, whatever, how many sentences without saying, um, more than three, four times
2: well okay i will tell you i love it when younger people call in i love it when people in their 20s 30s 40s i love it when they call in um <laughs> I, I did that kind of an intentionally um but you not really did, yes. yes so anyway uh i do enjoy when younger people call into the radio station and to the shows talk radio tends to skew toward an older audience And we in this business are up against more competition than we have ever been up against before with streaming and every other way people get their entertainment. So uh, there are many reasons why you might hear an older caller on the show, but I I would love to hear younger callers. And not all that long ago, I did a show on millennials. Who are you? And what do you want? Had a ton of younger callers calling in and Believe it or not, when I go out, I'm approached by a lot of young men and young women saying, are you Are you him? And I say, I am he. Uh, <laughs> but I thank you very much. I appreciate the, uh, appreciate the phone call, Tom. I do want to do a show on how people are dressing these days because I do believe we've turned into a nation of Slovens. And when I fly, I always wear a suit when I fly. Does that make me a horrible person? Tell you one thing, get better treatment. Just, I'm just saying, it's not right, it's not wrong, but I, when you look at pictures of people on Main Street Buffalo in the 1950s versus Main Street Buffalo 2023, what looks more pleasant, I ask you?
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?